happy that was off air. <laughs> Wait, what was off air? <laughs> Y'all don't do that? Y'all don't see video games and you're like, oh man, I hope they mocap that for Pornhub. Uh, no, because I know they will. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. It's like. It's already, they're already hope. They're so caught off. Play it again, buddy. Use the remote. Don't buy anything. What a week. What a week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How have you guys been? Great. Good. Go odd. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this was like the first weekend where me and Jay offset it. Offset? Our uh, drinkings. Schedule? Yeah. Schedule? Schedule. Schedule. Because I balled out on a Friday. He balled out yesterday. Bro, Kylo laughed so fucking loud. (laughs) I didn't even hear it, bro. I was passed out. Oh, really? Because I was like nervous that, like, damn, nigga, you laugh loud as fuck. It was like him and Teddy on top of each other just laughing. He was like, I'm laughing too, but I'm like, fuck, I'm about to get screamed at. No. I don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I came out of here, Max was asleep. He likes sleeping sleeping in the living room for some reason. I feel weird. Y'all need a pillow. Yeah, oh yeah. Can <laughs> you pass me those pillow? pillows? <laughs> <laughs> well, can I have that one? Is it warm? Did I give you the warm one off by my leg? <laughs> no, that one just feels uh, lumpy. And so I came out of here and he was like, Turned over, passed out. I'm like, bet. I'm like, throwing a TV show for him. And I went in the room and I just. <laughs> I, was, I was up at like 6 a.m. I'm like, dog, why? <laughs> <laughs> that's yourself. I did. That, that happens. Like, if you drink, you. For me, I wake up early the next day. Same. Just so you, you, I, can, you can be punished by the alcohol. Well, I can't <laughs> what it sleep is. in when I'm drinking. Yeah. Yeah. It like it just does something to your my mind. Conscious, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I can't if I'm at someone else's house. Like you can't you can't sleep. What what is it? you can't wish this away? <laughs> <laughs> can't wish this away, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't get hungover like the groggy thing. I just like I will may get a headache, but then it's just for me not drinking enough water. Mm-hmm. Isn't like, that what a hangover is though? Huh? Isn't that what a hangover is? For me, a hangover is like dehydration. Yeah. yeah, it is that, but then, like, you know when you turn and then your brain follows? Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Explain that a little better. So it's like, it's just like, you know, you, you make a right and you can feel your brain, like, about <laughs> to make a left. It's like, oh, shit, we're going this way. <laughs> it's called being drunk. Drunk <laughs> <Just laughs> <your> brain. <laughs> For me, hungover is, like, stomach pains. Like, yeah. I just feel really nauseous. You gotta poop? Yeah. It's not even that. It's just like everything is like rustling in there, but you don't know why. Dude, I will say after I poop, I feel feel better. better. Mm. Yeah. I don't know what the science on that is. You probably just releasing the, the toxins alcohol and toxins like from your body through your anus people are so trash because like through your anus like nobody nobody will ever disagree with the phrase releasing your toxins like, like disagree like, like you know you crack your back yeah man it releases toxins in your body like, oh yes. shit see what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> interesting like oh man I'm, I'm massaging me it's like oh you're releasing all these toxins in my body <laughs> if anything you're spreading them around now <laughs> yeah that's what I'm saying you're just like ooh 
I think that it really works though. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm saying that like just that phrase like I don't think anybody's ever disputed. Yeah, you could probably say it for anything. Release the toxins. <laughs> I think I should sleep for eleven hours. Oh yeah, to release the toxins. <laughs> release the toxins. <laughs> Every time I lay on my bed, it's such a firm mattress. It just releases. It releases Every time I pour up this drink, it releases the toxins <laughs> <laughs> into my bloodstream. So now that we found the title of this podcast, <laughs> let's do the intro. <laughs> Good experience. <laughs> Welcome back to the So Good Experience, episode twenty-three. 23. 23. Sorry, J2 Good. Damn. Everybody hates you when you're 23, guys. Yeah, and the number of the best basketball player ever. LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Set you up for that one. <laughs> who are you guys? Yeah, who are you guys? <laughs> Why are you in my house? <laughs> you let me in here. Xavier, say who the fuck you Oh! <laughs> you, I thought you... you I did it already. No fucking way. <laughs> it is I, Xavier, um, a.k.a. Cholulo. Um, oh, shit. XY, I'm sorry. Yeah. Who's Xavier? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it is What's I, up? It is I, Solomon, a.k.a. Solo, a.k.a. Condorcus, a.k.a. YouTube's average seven hours a week. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, it's Rania. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Wait, your average is seven hours. Uh, let me let me fact check that. I want to check mine because I know I listen to a lot of shit at work. Uh, so the How way you, you do the way you do it, you go you go to the YouTube app on your phone. Okay, so uh-huh. I'll do this. You do your photo to the top right, and it says time watched. And uh, my Press oh no, button. so my average, my average. My daily average of YouTube is three hours and thirty nine minutes. Woo! Damn. Today I'm already at today. I'm at two hours and eighteen <laughs> minutes. Uh, it's eleven thirty four a.m. <clears throat> and in the last seven days, I've logged twenty five hours and thirty five minutes. God damn, boy! I can't find it on the iPhone. So, so uh, your joint right up there, and then times watch. Dog, I'm at. I don't have a times watched Two often. minutes daily. Oh, there it is. Two minutes daily? Two minutes oh, daily. Jesus. Today I watched I watched a, a video. It was 13 minutes. In the last seven Wait, days. Wait, X is doing his. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wait, it's okay, right? Second time it's okay. Day. Second time, but it's all good. Um, I had a low spurt on Friday, Saturday. Hey, I'm doing mine right now. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, last seven days, 14 minutes. So I'm not on YouTube a lot. <laughs> Fucking Jay's about to make me look like a normal person. <laughs> oh, wait, let's say Rodney, what's yours? Yeah. Last seven days, six minutes. Okay. I only go to YouTube if I'm looking something up. Mm-hmm. Everything else is Spotify. But I've sent you videos on YouTube that are longer than six minutes, which means you watch like... In the like, last seven days? Yeah, which means like you watch like 30 seconds of the video. <laughs> I've seen you like multiple world championship tag videos. I did not oh my watch gosh. those because I watched them when we were here. Ronnie, I think you're fun. Okay, dude. my bad. It wasn't to me, it was in a group. Well, wait. So, uh. 
My last seven days is 46 hours and 30 minutes. Whoa. Damn. <laughs> Fuck you got yeah. two days. But, do they got porn on YouTube? But the thing is, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but the thing is, I listen to a lot of podcasts on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm at work five times a day or a week. Mm-hmm. So that's just like hours just draining on there. Yeah. I'm not just watching videos. I'm listening to shit. Oh, I'm watching Let's oh, yeah. every, let's screen cap our shit and, let's, and send it to me and I'll collage it. We can post it on IG. Okay. Screenshot. Yeah, like my daily average is six hours. <laughs> Jesus. But that's just uh, all from work, to be honest. That's from the podcasties. Mm-hmm. Or just like listening to people debate about shit. Are we on YouTube yet? Uh, no. Okay. We are not. We're just we're just uh, doing the the graph. Yeah, just the graph. I got these dudes to react to one of my songs. Oh, did you? Yeah, they um, I got because they were they were live, and um, I was they were just like just taking suggestions or whatever for people to react to. Mm-hmm. So um, I asked them to react to my shit, and they did my woe song. Well, what happened? So they they reacted to what, yeah. what was there? Um, I don't want to say too much because I'm trying to figure out how to get the clip of it, but. They liked it. <laughs> That's dope, dude. Yeah, it was Good cool. Shit. Who was it? Um, they're called Bakery Music. They're super low key, I think. Okay. But yeah, they so were good. they were getting people to go to subscribe to my YouTube, and I was like, ah, I don't care about my YouTube. <laughs> 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 but fuck it. We got a video coming out. Yeah. Right? You make. You know what's dope? We're all in our like not our own lane, but we are all like making moves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so dope because you got the you got the reaction, you got the YouTube coming out. Uh, your project's doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, X, you released uh, Just a Tape. Just a Tape, yes. Which I fucking love. Thank you. That so that Friends would benefit. Like, that shit. <laughs> so <laughs> good. It's fun. How yeah. did it feel? Because you were you're jack of all trades. I tried. Um, you, you write the hook, you do the melody, and you rap. How did it feel taking the back seat on the hook? Um... It felt, it felt weird. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had my friend that I worked with at the physical therapy place. He he does engineering and all that stuff as well, and he does music. So I was like, I want a different voice for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote everything. I did all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and I just had him record his voice. And I was thinking already. I had a different like sort of melody in my head for it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want my voice to be that. Yeah. In a sense. So that's why I, I asked him to do it. And he did. Well, okay. So, that's pretty cool. It's fun. Yeah, and and it, <clears throat> the, it added a variety that I, I personally really enjoyed, and it was mm-hmm. in the middle of the, of the mixtape, mm-hmm. which was such a tonal change, mm-hmm. um, which I really dug. Mm-hmm. Do you mind walking us through like your your process for this mixtape? Yeah, um, my my the first song on there was called "Play Catch Up." Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, I thought that was the most like structurally perfect one yeah. in my mind yeah that's why i put that one first um that was a fun song it's a cover obviously of chris brown's play catch up um but i'd had my my second verse and third verse completely different mm-hmm. um just kind of give it my own sound um that was really fun to make mm-hmm. um i had a lot of different layers in there that i was playing around with i was trying to just like you know yeah. mix it up a little bit um so that was good the second track on the album i think that was friends with benefits was that friends wasn't it? No, no i think that fr- friends was like, friends was like three yeah friends no, with three how do i know your track was i know that's funny because i don't i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it was friends with benefits was it really yeah yeah it was the second one so friends with benefits um recorded that oh shit 
<laughs> Never mind, you got it. Go off. Um, uh, I gonna tell me it's my project. <laughs> you got me second. I was second guessing myself. I was like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, the the friends of benefits. Uh, I had the hook recorded with with my friend like months ago, months ago, months ago, uh-huh. and. We went to his studio to do that, and that was really fun to do because I'd never had that type of experience, like me not in control of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was interesting to to you know go through. And then I wrote the first verse. I didn't have a second verse until probably like a uh, few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and and that's because I left that song on the back burner. I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote that second the second verse. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. It's pretty pretty dope. It was fun. It was a fun vibe on that mm-hmm. song. Um, third song was previously released. It was called "It's You." It's you. Yeah, I remember uh, that one. But I re remix like remixed everything yeah. and then remastered everything too, just so it can sound way clearer. I will say better. sonically, that song yeah. sounds better than mm-hmm. I remembered it. So mm-hmm. that makes sense that you re- yeah. you gave it a facelift. I did, and, and I thought it was just really good to not have on a project like out there because it was just it was such a good song. I think that it yeah took a lot of time writing like the pre-chorus, um, and the chorus. Uh, well, the chorus is only "It's You," but. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fun song. The pre-chorus is it's, and the chorus is you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that took so long on that one. Um, fourth song was called "Don't Change." Yeah. Um, that one was a little bit more of like kind of like lovey dovey type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, love doesn't yeah. change type vibe. Um, the beat on there was, was freaking cool. I heard it, and and I realized what what it, what it came from. It was from. Um, What's the dude? Jeremiah. 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 He, he he has a song. I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like I can tell but too long or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was so slow, and I guess that person just sped up, sped it up, and pitched it, pitch shifted up, mm-hmm. and it sounded so freaking cool on that beat. I was like, Ooh, yeah, gotta keep that one. Um, last song, Jungle, Jungle. which is fire. Which also, is, yeah, it's. Obviously, it's a cover of Drake's song. I have my own verse in there towards the towards the very end, um, but I just wanted to give that like do that song justice because it means a lot. Like it means a lot to me. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of like left the 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 ver- like all his verses, everything in there. It was just you know I just wanted to recreate it in my way. Yeah. Um, so that's what I did with that one, and I, overall I had a lot of fun just recording. Yeah. The, this this project, it's it was like on and off recording, but it was good to put everything together and make it sound. Mm-hmm. Did you guys. only work with your buddy on that one track, or did you have did you you have other people help you with this Mm-mm. yeah it was all you yeah that, that was all it's all you me besides <laughs> <laughs> it's me <laughs> um yeah it was it was mostly mostly me on this one um and yeah he just he just recorded yeah. it for me so it's a dope project uh it, it's it's a nice little chunk it's like five tracks guys um 16 minutes long like mm-hmm. it, it's a dope listen yeah um, i think i listened to it three or four times all the way through just at my desk mm-hmm. like just blimp it out and then like each time friends with benefits like just caught me mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, oh right? yeah it just <laughs> caught me um that's why i definitely added that song i think i added jungle uh to a couple of my playlists well thank you yeah no hell yeah which was gracias that's fire thank you um you said something very interesting. Yes. You, you, your buddy did the the hook <clears throat> for Friends with Benefits. You did a verse, and you left it on your back burner. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, that's true with me. Like, there are songs that make a project that I had no intentions of making the project because I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. And then you write something, and you hear it, and you're like, oh, this is actually pretty fucking good. And that mm-hmm. seems to be the one song that people actually fucking enjoy the yeah. most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for you, it's friends with benefits. For me, it was right to them because mm-hmm. I I recorded that with you yep. and you. I like wrote the hook mm-hmm. that day in like yep. ten minutes. I'm like I don't because I didn't have a hook for it and I didn't really like the beat to be honest. Yeah. 
Um, and then recording it was fire. Jay, do you have any um, examples of this as well? Uh, no, nah, my shit's fire. <laughs> 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 no, nah, my from the top of my head, my first song. Yeah, people fucking hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, off of my album I dropped, I don't. I just thought maybe I didn't think not a good rapper would be the one that got the most plays. Yeah. I had a feeling a uh, good girl might have because it's up there too. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I wasn't expecting not a good rapper to be. Yeah, I just thought like niggas who just like bars would like that song, <laughs> but a lot of people like that song. Yeah, like that would. I remember in the the pre mixing stage, you were in love with. Uh, let me jump to it really quickly. J two Jesus. J two Jesus. You, I remember you being super excited for when I'm gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Whoa was always a fucking hit. Yeah. Um, do you think that song faced exhaustion because you released it close to a year prior to Mixed Emotions being released? What do you mean exha- exhaustion? So like, so when I released uh, this year, I released it in 2019 around August. Mm-hmm. My project dropped in January, but because that song was already out for an extended period of time, oh, like it didn't get as much play or hype. I, it, it definitely got it definitely got plays for sure, but like it was easily quote unquote forgettable mm-hmm. because our so much new music was there. So like, oh, I heard yeah. this track, let me skip it. Do you think that song similarly happened to that to Woe? Um, well, I knew Woe was going on the project for sure. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. My project took a little longer than I thought it was gonna come out, but yeah. um, I don't know. I just it wasn't that much thought put into it because it was just like more just a fun song. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then you and fucking <clears throat> X snapped on ninety bars. That shit has a lot of plays too, which I wasn't expecting. Even though I know I dropped that one as a single too. Mm-hmm. That one has like it's up there. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I feature on it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. I love diving into the guys' process. I didn't mean to dive in it as much as I did. I, do, I just get no, passionate good, about uh, music like that. We like your passion. You just dropped a song. I did. Hell yeah, you did. Condoricus. I got it on my playlist. That's I haven't listened to it. Put it yet, on our story. That song, uh, <laughs> that song had three different names. <laughs> and if you go through like my my Instagram, you see you it, see it. have three different names. <laughs> like, it was originally... First of all, mixing it, I just... Because Freeze has to have a name to save it. I didn't have a name for it. I'm like, oh, I'll just call it K9 Vibes. Because that was a line that I did. It jumped out to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and then when I posted on IG, I renamed it to The Condor. Uh, because I'm like, oh, th- it's fitting. It's a name. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the fuck. And then I made an in-shot, like, little screen snippet of it. And mm-hmm. I just called it Clutch. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember, remember that, that one. That, yeah. that dope ass. Uh... Kobe, like Kobe's, like with three dudes on him. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. oh, it was yeah. just clutch. And then I just renamed it to Condoricus because that name is quickly becoming one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Condoricus. Yeah, that that shit oh, fucking yeah. goes. It's on my playlist, so it's gonna get some plays. Oh man, yeah. Yeah. I made a, I made a, a homies playlist. Homies list. Yeah. Homies yeah. list. So oh, I got dope. all you guys in music yeah. on there. That's what I want to do because. My playlist has too many fucking songs. Yeah, it's like yeah. 300, so it might get one play on <laughs> <laughs> that playlist. And then, Ronnie, you have a project coming out, right? Uh, I'm working on a painting. Hey! <laughs> I thought you were really making some music. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't make music. I just appreciate it. But I started getting into painting a lot more, so 
I'm actually halfway done with like a project for my friend's birthday that was in April uh, that I still haven't finished because it's taking me a lot more time than mm. I anticipated. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's that's my project. Art <laughs> should never be rushed. Yeah, I agree. And it's like, you know, when you like put so much time, like I put in maybe three to four hours like on this piece mm. and then it just kind of gets exhausting mm -hmm. and you have to kind of get back in that headspace to like finish yeah. kind of need a, like a recharge in a way yeah, yeah. and it's, i haven't touched it in like three weeks and i'm mm. just like ah, i just mm. need to be like ready to like mm. dedicate this time to this piece yeah gotta well, find the inspiration what yeah. you're describing rania is artist exhaustion yeah which is i feel like we've all experienced that at some point oh yeah yeah uh did you want to dive into it a little bit more like sure. like how does it feel for you yeah it's just um i so I started painting like maybe a year ago, but I haven't really had my own supplies or anything. Um, I went out and bought a bunch of canvases and paints and um, I noticed that the type of person I am, like once I start a project, like I need to finish it because mm -hmm. I feel like the momentum from when I was working on it isn't gonna be the same if I stop. And so I would put like three, four hours. <laughs> you got it. I'm listening. So I'd put in like three, four hours and like finish these paintings. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just, but it takes a lot out of you yeah. to put in that yeah. much time. For sure. So because this one is a lot more detailed than anything I've done in the past, it's just really, you know, taking a toll. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Excellent. Do you want to dive into a time where you've experienced artist exhaustion? Yes. Um, let's see. Mm. It was probably probably a few years ago um, when I had when I had my little country phase going. Yeah. Like I wanted to do country music. You know, I was writing music all the time. Like literally writing country songs. Mm -hmm. I have I literally have a, a notebook full of like songs yeah. or ideas for songs, and. I remember trying to balance mixing, mastering, recording, um, fucking playing like the guitar, trying to like learn new things on the guitar. I remember just like feeling overwhelmed because I had so much to do for one project or for one yeah. song. And I remember myself just being like, you know, crippled. Like I felt like crippled a little bit because I didn't, I didn't want to do it anymore because I was getting tired. I was yeah. just like, no, I can't do this. Um, one thing that I, that I did do to help me with like a lot of that, like, towards like even like I do it now too is like when I'm mixing or, or, or recording something I have something in the background like playing yeah as far as like like a, a TV show but I have it on completely mute like so I don't mm -hmm. I don't like listen to what they're saying I just see it when I'm when I feel like that that weird like like tiredness I just like turn breathe chill and just watch whatever it is silently yeah and just like look at what they're saying like look at what they're saying um, and that really helps me to kind of gauge and, and go back to what I was doing and, and kind of like just breathe a little bit. Yeah. So that's yeah, like yeah. one one tool that I use to help me to do that. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, Jane, you want to dive into? Have you ever felt artist art artist exhaustion? Yeah. Um. I mean, mine is mine is usually just writer's block. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of set myself up to be like to make making music as easy as I can for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So like all I have to really do is focus on writing and practicing it, because I have X to engineer and people to record videos for me. So mm -hmm. my only focus really is the writing and making that sound dope. But it seems like whenever I release something, I'm just stuck for like a month. <laughs> yeah. 
like I've been trying to write new shit recently, but it's just <clears throat> I either write like a line and then I don't write anything else for mm-hmm. that for like a week. <laughs> Do you but, feel um, like yeah. it's because you've said what you needed to say? Um, partly yeah, but I, it's also like I got a lot of stuff on my mind lately mm-hmm. that I know I can make music about, but I also don't want to. <laughs> yeah, is it a fear of like writing yourself into a hole or into a demographic? Because that's something that I deal with, where, like, mm-hmm. I write about something, and then the next song is kind of like the same thing, mm-hmm. and the next yeah. song is kind of like the same, like, fuck, like, yeah. I don't want people to expect this yeah. from me. Yeah, I think so, because it's, like, everything I'm writing is just, like, sad shit, and it's, yeah. like, I don't want to do that again. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, but drunken hearts inspired. Drunken. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to that like, every day. <laughs> Thank you. It's fine. But I don't know. I think it's just like I'm just I've been feeling down lately. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to write like hype songs when you're not hype. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I just got to get over my own shit that's going on and then I'll be back at it. But I mean, I just dropped this. So it's like I'm not that worried right now. <laughs> Sounds like you need to do a feature with your boys. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, me, I've experienced artist exhaustion in almost every avenue that I've ever tried to express myself. Mm-hmm. There was a time in DJing where I would just like make a mix, make a mix, make a mix, work mm-hmm. on mashups, work on songs, and like music just started to sound like static to me. Mm-hmm. Like my ears would hurt from the headphones, and I would just be burnt out when I was doing theater. It was like lines, 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 to the point where I, I would re- try to read these lines, and it was like white paper, black letters and like the whiteness turned gray yeah and my eyes would like zone in on the paper and i'll just get so fucking tired yeah. when it was improv it was like same idea same idea same idea mm-hmm. i can't like think out of it and then now when it's music it's like it's almost similar to jay where it's like i sit down i listen to a beat i write like four or five bars and i'm like this is fucking whack <laughs> write four more i would write like a 16 and be whack 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 <laughs> whack um and it, it's rough like diving into that artist exhaustion um i also do the same process that you do x where i'll play something but i'll play with volume on like loud as shit and i have headphones on while i'm writing and then when i want to take a break i just take my headphones off and i just like fully dive mm-hmm. into the movie or whatever the fuck i'm watching um and then jump back to the, the project yeah um i found ways to trick myself like I'm working on this horror rap song oh. that I want to release in uh, in October. I was obviously. gonna say December. December. <laughs> <laughs> and I found the beat and I just wrote it. Like it was like, and it led me to believe: is artist ex- exhaustion a lack of motivation, or is it legitimately like? Like when a basketball player or a track runner is just tired. Like a physical Like a physical exhaustion. Mm -hmm. I think it could be both. Agreed. Yeah. Like a mix of both. Like you're starting to lose that motivation and normally to get yourself out of it, you have that energy to continue to push through. Mm -hmm. But when you start to feel tired as well, Mm -hmm. now you don't have that same momentum to kind of push yourself through it. So I think it's honestly both. Yeah. Because you kind of need to be able to push yourself yeah, yeah. 
and 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 it also it also goes the other way too like if you're physically tired at something like for something for some reason you had a long day it's hard to get yourself into that mindset too yeah like to actually start doing something and be yeah. motivated mm-hmm. so the physical tiredness really affects the mental tiredness, mental tiredness. and then vice versa yeah you know, like if you go through shit then like getting a fight with your girl or something mm-hmm. that would inspire you to write some shit <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> you bitch <laughs> <laughs> Fell off a ladder. Oh, the fucking ladders! I <laughs> Have you fallen like a ladder? <laughs> yeah, you got me climbing up. Climbing up. Got me dropping ladder. down. <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good freestyle conversation. Freestyle. <laughs> freestyle. Freestyle. There was a question that was asked on Facebook that I fell in love with. Okay. What game? Video game? Do you feel like only you've played? Mm. Ooh. I don't know if I can answer that. Mm. Only because I play video games based on what my friends are playing. So if my friends are playing it, I'll play that game only mm. because I don't like playing games alone. Yeah. Yeah. Like for me, I feel like I was the only one that ever played Bushido Blade. I've never yeah. even heard of that. Actually. And I feel like I'm, I'm one of the few people that have ever played DJ Hero. No, I know some people I that knew, play DJ Hero. I know yeah. DJ Hero, I just never had it. I know, I know Vicente. Yeah, yeah, he and, plays it. And his cousin, uh, I forget his name. Alexis? Alexis? Like the dude that came to the party? Mm. Oh, my old, my, my old place? Me? I think he was. He was a, he's a bigger dude, he's a Raiders fan. Uh, he was at the MK tournament that I threw. Probably him. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, Maybe and then not. I feel like I was one of the only people that... that uh, that played DJ Hero? Yeah, dude. Oh, freaking, um, there's another game called Damnation that was pretty fire. Jet Force Gemini. Who? <laughs> On the N64. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Golden Axe? Golden Axe? Yeah. I thought she said Golden Axe. Yeah, Ma- <laughs> you don't disrespect me like that. I used to play Golden Axe, but, uh, Golden Axe was on the Sega Genesis. That mm-hmm. was like the first console my parents bought for me. Like mm-hmm. I had a, you know, old school Nintendo. I had an N64. We had Xbox, PlayStation, like luckily all of that stuff. But it was on Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just like, could choose a, like one of three characters and you like throw axes at people, and, like, <laughs> like break uh, like potions to like heal yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever played like, that one. 2D like <laughs> off and on a screen. Interesting. <laughs> Golden Axe. Golden Axe. There was this game on the Sega Dreamcast called uh, Rival Schools, which was really dope. Sega Dreamcast, dude. That's a oh my god, that was a long ass. I think I only played Sonic. You guys ever played the Simpsons Taxi Cab game? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Dreamcast. Uh, hit and run. Never played. Yeah. That. Never that, yeah. <laughs> I never um, had a Dreamcast, but. I remember playing that at like a family friend's house and just being like, wow, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever played uh, Power Stone? No. On the Dreamcast? Oh my god. Me and Max, like, uh, not your son, my cousin Max. <laughs> <laughs> we, used to, we used to play that thing all the time. It's so fun. Well, yeah, it's like an arena fighting game. Kind of. Golden yes. No, oh, no. no. Yeah, Power Stone is kind of oh, like Power that. Stone. Yeah, Golden Axe is like uh, Streets of Rage. Yeah, it was pretty cool, though. Do you know what Streets of Rage is? It's like Street Fighter. No. Street Fighter. <laughs> Street of Rage? Streets of Rage. Familiar. 
This I'm is, looking it up now. Doing on rollerblades. Oh yeah, I definitely played this too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old, guys. Like. You're older. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference. The only game I know in Dreamcast was Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> like Dude, Soul Calibur Two or something. Dreamcast was the move. That was the first console I played. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 on. This dude whooped my ass. <laughs> oh, this dude. I feel like I'm, I'm only one of the only people that played uh, Wu-Tang Clan Shaolin style. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a game. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Sound like an owl. <laughs> you know, the dope thing about that video game is you, you put it in and when it loads up, you can actually take the disc out and put... Um, another album another cd in there and it will play while you're playing the game really that's cool yeah <laughs> interesting did you guys ever play earthworm gym yes Ron, no yeah. no oh. it's like this worm and he like hops through like the map and he like you can like whip him like a like a game. slave <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's literally like this earthworm and this big muscular body and if you yeah. double jumped his body would take his head and like swing <laughs> off things. Yeah. And he had like this little gun. Damn, that was also on Dreamcast? No, this was on, on a, the Sega. Sega and Nintendo. Uh, what the hell, Peggy? Have yeah. y'all played Cell Damage? Yes. No. That game's fire. That was on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah, that game's dope. And uh, game Fusion game. Fusion Frenzy. Oh, I remember that one. Mm. It's like those, uh, like that don't get eliminated, like type of shit. It's like the, one of those type of games. Mm-hmm. Fusion, but it's really just like it's just yeah. different games and shit, like uh, obstacle courses and shit. Mm-hmm. Survival game. That shit was dope as fuck. That was cool. I I, I actually downloaded it. It was a oh. backwards compatible. It's like Mario Party. I games. played this actually. I hella played this. I didn't know that's yeah. what it was called. I'm gonna say in game, um, Jet Set Radio. Nothing. Okay. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're like, one. It was like you were this rollerblader in this city, and you had like tag places, and like mm-hmm. cops chased you or people chased you. That sounds fun. You know what game was actually really dope that needs to get its flowers? The Warriors. It was made by Rocksteady. It was from the movie The Warriors, mm-hmm. and it was so dope. It was like Grand Theft Auto on like crack. Mm-hmm. To heal mm-hmm. yourself, you had to take Flash, which was the street name for like. Like <laughs> cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> and the combat was so dope. And you, you had a, you made money by looting, uh, robbing people. Like you were just a gang. Like it was a legit gang. Interesting. Sounds like GTA. Yeah. No. Yeah. Rocksteady. Yeah. Rock steady. That's a good question because I know there's games I just can't think of right now. Have you played a Super Hot? No. On the Xbox. It's this, it's this really cool game. Well, I don't know you guys didn't play because it it's Xbox, so <laughs> it's like a recent game. Um, super hot? Super hot, and the idea of the game is time only moves when you do. So it's like oh, it's frozen. Yes. You're completely frozen until you start making a move. Once you make a move, things around you start to make the moves as well with you. Yes. So crazy. So cool to watch. I remember I saw a streamer do this where like three, four people were shooting at him. Mm-hmm. And like he shoots and like he stops. You stop. Yep. And then like he turns around and there's a bullet right yep. there. Yep. And you don't know what to do after. Yep. It's it's so fun, dude. Yeah. It's so fun. That was there was this game, this flash game on the computer where it was. You you were like this block and you had to make it a point A to point B, 
And after you did that, you went again, Mm -hmm. but you essentially couldn't go the same way that you went. Yeah. And the faster you went, the faster the things around you went. Yep. So if you did something super fast, like the first two rounds, like round three or four, like be super <laughs> Way hard. Fast. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Sounds like fun to play yeah. though. I forget what it's called. Dope, dope squad. Those uh, flash games would be fire. Mm-hmm. Mini clips and all that shit. Mini clips. <laughs> what was it? I went to my website was flashgames247.com. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's where I played all my flash games at. Mm. Just a download games. Mm-hmm. Like the fake Game Boy emulators and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Play Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Pokemon. I didn't realize. Well, I think I already said this. I don't know, like that Pokemon Stadium stats was like yeah. way off oh, yeah. than like normal stats. <laughs> Damn. So, Play, on the getting bodied by weak ass Pokemon. <laughs> uh, topics? Topics. 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 Um. I can go first today. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so recently, I've I've been watching this show called what does it say? Trust your heart. Something something your heart. Oh. It's like it's like a spinoff of The Bachelor. Okay. And it's pretty much where they have all the people like in The Bachelor, but they have to pair them so they can make like music together or like like do duets and sing and, and do that type of stuff so they're pretty much forcing couples to be um like a pair and, and a duet so they can sing and make music together it's okay. fucking weird okay. <laughs> exactly uh, but it has like do you guys have you guys are you familiar with like the bachelor yeah, yeah. okay i'm interested. i'm not so <laughs> I, I started watching this i thought it was just so interesting and my my question that i want to bring is how how much of reality TV is actually real Zero. and how much is not because there, I feel like there's some things in there that are real but there's a lot of that's not and it's all just like it's it's written and and mm. it's gonna they're gonna it's gonna go exactly how it's written yeah I think there's like zero okay. I think the only thing real about reality TV is like the fact that there's real people there <laughs> <laughs> I think it used to be back in the day yeah mm-hmm. and then people figured out how to fake it really well mm-hmm. okay cause I I swear real world that shit seemed real to me yeah <laughs> that, was, that was real <laughs> but then you see those people that get on just to be a character just to be famous yeah, yeah. like when I found out that uh, the Flavor of Love auditions they didn't tell the girls that you're on this for Flavor of Love yeah you're mm-hmm. here for one of three people and then <laughs> when they found out it was Flavor like they just like put on the character mm. Mm. interesting yeah I didn't know that Hoops, you remember her? Hoops, yeah, oh my bad. god! <laughs> but then like Delicious was there, and she was just there just to promote like her clothing school <laughs> in New York. New York, just there to be the fucking ratchet black chick. <laughs> and that chick hottie that like tried to cook a whole ass chicken in a microwave. What the fuck? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, Is this a cooking show? No. I, was, I remember being flavors so, of love. so flavors confused. Of, flavors of love. I don't know. <laughs> being so confused as a kid. You never seen Flavor of Love? No. Because. Like, Ronnie, Jason, trying to say are you good? C R I T. I'm sorry, Jay. No, go ahead, Ronnie. You got it. No, I'm just so shocked that X has never seen Flavor of Love. Never but like, what, Flavor like, Flav? No. Are we talking about like, is this a cooking show? No, it's Flavor of Love. Flavors of Love? No, it's Flavor of Love. I've never seen it. You never seen it? No, I never seen it. You've never seen like Ronnie. He said no already. No, All but the- he said flavors of love because of the chickens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like as if it was a cooking show. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, I, I can see you thinking that's a cooking show. If you don't know of it. 
So what were you saying, Jay? Um, you were shocked. Oh, like as a kid, because this shit came out when I was like seventh, sixth grade, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why are they all competing for this ugly dude? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know who Flavor Flav was. It was like this ugly dude with a clock on. <laughs> Saying, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember thinking that shit was real. Yeah, I feel like that shit was real. So now now you guys can have your fucking <laughs> shocked conversation. Flavors of love? <laughs> <laughs> but these newer shows. All right. <laughs> They seem like super bullshit. Mm-hmm. The normal they, ones. They totally are. Like uh, one of my favorite like gross t- TV shows that I like to watch is like Real Housewives of Blank. Yeah. Like you know whatever one it yeah. is, and I'm just really into that. But I've read a lot of, like about like the, some of the crazy shit that happens, mm-hmm. and they like will reenact scenes. Um, they'll purposely be more intense and like say mm-hmm. scandalous things or like yeah. throw water at like another girl because <laughs> they know it's good TV mm-hmm. yeah. and they're like required to be filmed all the time. Yeah. So so to me it's like okay then it's not real because this is not genuinely happening. You're creating these situations for drama. What ab- what about those reunions though when they cuz it seems like they actually get mad at each other. I'm sure they do because they still are real people in real life like one of my favorite ones is Real Housewives of Atlanta because it's got like Nene Leakes and she's just mm. like wild. Who's Nene Leakes? <laughs> she's just uh, she's been on the show <clears throat> since like day one. <laughs> she's like been on the show for fourteen years or something. Jesus Christ, like, the OG. And it's just like so much drama between these people that you you know like mm-hmm. behind the scenes like it's escalating, mm-hmm. especially okay. when they're not filming. Yeah, um, there's a. There's that one argument on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which was so fucking funny. <laughs> well, they're just like, and like this dude dubbed it while whispering. It's like ASMR whisper fight. <laughs> and like instead of glass breaking, you hear like plastic cups. <laughs> and he's like, and I apologized. I was there for three weeks and I, and I apologize for that. <laughs> I don't like you. Well, I don't particularly like you either. Like, I like about you right now. And they're just fucking whispering, and it is so fucking funny. Now that's reality. There's a show that I was watching. It was, they're like real estate people. Oh, yeah, I love those shows too. What's it called? Uh, Like Million million Dollar Listings or something. Some shit like that. And there's this chick on there. She just keeps on using the word vibe. And she's using it like... Like, sure, you're using it correctly, but you're not. Yeah, yeah. She was like, you know, I just, like, the this open space, you know, just really sets a really good, like, young vibe here. And, you mm-hmm. know, I really just want to make sure that the vibe of this place yeah. is just, I'm just like, ah, ah, yeah. You're ruining my word. You're ruining the word. <laughs> you remember, you, do you remember when I came out of my room mad because I was playing Siege? Yeah. And I was saying, bro, why I can't stand these little kids who play this game. Yes. <laughs> One of the kids, he kept saying that shit. Vibe? Yeah. He was like, bro, you play Tachanka? T- yeah, that's a whole vibe. I'm like, oh, oh, fucking swing on oh your little ass, nigga. Shut up. It's like you heard one person like <laughs> say that something was a whole vibe and just ran yeah. with it. <laughs> no, man, a, a whole ass vibe is when you light a candle, you lay down. <laughs> that's a whole vibe. That's a real vibe. Yeah. Playing fucking Tracer in Overwatch. Not a whole vibe. <laughs> Holy shit. You're right. It's a mood. <laughs> I had to apologize mood. to those kids because I fucking snapped on them because I was the last one left and it's like the last game 
And so it's just super intense. And he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then I end up dying. And I just snapped on this nigga. I'm like, bro, can you shut the fuck up? No one's trying to hear you talk about fucking vibes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get scared? And then, like, I, I then I just, like, calmed down. And, like, I, that's when I came out here. Yeah. And I went back, and I apologized to that nigga. <laughs> and I like, so, look, man, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, you, got, you just got to shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> God damn, that shit the was annoying. Way ever. <laughs> the whole vibe. Yeah. My, <laughs> and my friends were like, damn, Jalil must have been really mad because he actually apologized. I ain't never heard that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... There was this one scandal on like uh, Big Brother Big Sister like overseas where this dude was like play fighting with this girl and then she blew it well the fuck out of proportion mm-hmm. and the dude like lost his sponsorship and all this stuff like mm-hmm. his life was essentially ruined the tapes es- like came out and they're like hey you you fucking lied to this mm-hmm. guy and then she was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm looking back at the tapes oh, and fuck I, that. yeah dude it was like fuck that yeah this, <laughs> this big muscular dude was just like in tears like i'm not a woman abuser like they're putting this label on me mm-hmm. and like i'm yeah. like well, she went around like telling everybody that he like hit her and like yeah. she feels unsafe and all of this yeah, stuff there was a scene where the producers were like hey, you have to tell the truth. And she's like, what do you mean I am telling the truth? Like, this is what happened. And he's like, no, it's not. Oh, shit. <laughs> they, already yeah. had the, they already had the footage. Yeah. Yeah, because they, like, saw it go then down. Then why did they fucking stand up for him at that point? Because of TV, dude. Fuck TV, bro. That's so fucked. Excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> beep, beep. Dude, like, so what about... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, didn't she go on an interview and stuff and, like, everyone was booing her? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> calling, like, calling her bad names Get fucked, stuff, idiot. So yeah. pissed at Get fucked, idiot. <laughs> Such a great statement. I think I got that from you. Yes. <laughs> but it's so good, though. Like, <laughs> I want everyone to use get fucked, idiot. GFI. I want to use the <laughs> R word, but can't say that. <laughs> GFR, GFI. I call, uh... Sometimes on on when we're in a party playing Modern Warfare, mm-hmm. my, somebody will say, "Hey, where's this person?" Yeah, I was like, "I don't know, probably fucking masturbating." <laughs> you know, I just say that, and then one of my buddies said that about mm-hmm. him. I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah. Like, this is it. This is the move." I'm like, dude, you do say that. When people start using your catchphrases. Yeah. When I moved out here, I used to say "ugly" all the time. <laughs> you ugly. Like for just for not even for ugly, like as ugly. for looks, just like. Just des- describe everything as ugly. Like yeah. even if something was funny, we would say ugly instead. Mm-hmm. And all my friends were saying it. Too. Fuck. Max says it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Time to move on. Time to move on. <laughs> Dude, I said I start calling people goofy now. Like yes, warm. I've been using goofy so much. Yeah. <laughs> goofy, goofy nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know when one of your friends says a statement that like they own it and yeah. like hell yeah that does sound good. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I get one of those ones that break bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy called me musty one time. <laughs> I put it in one of his I lyrics. put it in a rap. I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> musty ass. Musty? Hell yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Jake, go for you. Rania has the ability to make nigga. something sound cool, but then also so uncool if she. The first time I say it, it's cool, and then when I try to bring back the hype, yeah, like, it just doesn't work. Oh, he's a fat ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But uh, back to reality shows. I was gonna ask about uh, those shows like Survivor, Survivor, like the physical physical ones. Yeah, like you think those are fake? 
I think some of those some of those might be real like the physicality of it mm -hmm. like have you guys seen like um, Ninja Warrior yeah, yeah. those things mm -hmm. I feel like those I think those are real skill, yeah um I th but they I, can't let you just die on an island. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. I think they're there, there, but they're like, hey, you have to attempt to do this. Yeah, I'm sure oh, it's okay. not it's yeah. not as like secluded and, and yeah. as they say. Like it's just an island that has a whole bunch of things yeah. that on standby just in case something goes. Like, what if it is just a fake stage? And just, well, this <laughs> one, this yeah. one dude was like, I'm thirsty. I'm gonna drink some salt water because they couldn't figure out fire. <laughs> and everybody, the mom knows, do not fucking drink yeah. seawater. Nobody stopped him. Dumbass. He got sick. <laughs> Good for the ratings. Good for the ratings. But it's, <laughs> it's so funny because you don't need fire to purify water. What do you need? Huh? Tell us. Okay. <laughs> All you need is you need to dig a hole. Didn't we still talk about this? <laughs> Potentially. You need to dig a hole and put seawater in there. Mm -hmm. You then put a tarp, not on it, but like six inches above it. Maybe, maybe 12 inches above it. And the sun will evaporate the water into the, the tarp, and then you drain the tarp into a different thing, and you have purified water. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how accurate that is. We should try that. We can. Not with salt water, though. Because the sun will, like, obviously absorb or, like, dry out, like, the hole with all the water, and then it store it keeps all the minerals, like, in the bottom, and then just... The, the, mm. the gas from the water like goes into the some shirt water <laughs> <laughs> you're sucking the tarp you see me sucking <laughs> but like people just think like oh I need fire to boil this water because I can boil but that's literally what boiling like you're just mm -hmm. using the it's sun to longer, boil it's a longer time yeah yeah, yeah. interesting uh. all those videos that you watch are paying <laughs> off paying off yeah. yeah like apparently apparently never mind I think we did. We oh, talk, never mind. We've talked about some of these. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. like. I mean, like, like stranded on an island? Like, not if you're stranded in the middle of the desert and you had to choose one of three items, you know, a, a, a coat, like a big heavy mm. coat, water, or food, the item you should choose is a big heavy coat. Because, mm -hmm. like, the number one thing that will always kill a human in the middle of nowhere environment. is the environment, the climate. Like, yeah. Put the jacket on when it's hot as fuck, keeps your skin. Well, you don't put it on. You just put it on top. Just throw it on. Throw it on. Fucking still hot. That's how you drink. You drink your own sweat. Drink your own sweat. You should never drink your own sweat. <laughs> and you should only drink your piss like two times. <laughs> yeah, you can before it makes you like physically ill. Yeah. What if What if you're just like super dehydrated when you drink your piss and it's just completely yellow? It's nasty. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not gonna go once or twice. I ain't, I ain't drinking my piss. Still better than Theraflu. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Fuck Theraflu. Theraflu. Makes my throat feel good. I know Bill, Bear Grylls is like fake as fuck. Have you ever seen the one with Marshawn Lynch? Mm -mm. The Bear Grylls of Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch was just like going fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, bro, you want me to do this? Nah, nah, I ain't doing that. <laughs> nah. <laughs> and like he, like, he bit a fish guts. It exploded. But he knew he did. He could do that because he had a power bar waiting for him, like, off screen. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys can do this. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, <laughs> just hear the rapper opening. <laughs> <laughs> I think in one shot there was like a shot of a rapper of a power bar hmm. like something where they're like hey what the fuck <laughs> at the Starbucks cup in Game of Thrones yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'd what? like sleep in his own trailer and like no they'll fly him to a hotel really yeah damn 
Interesting. That's why you gotta watch uh, Survivor Man instead. No, legit. is that real? The, yeah, sh- it's good. the show to watch, Deadliest Catch. Mm. Oh, with the fish. With, dude, those <laughs> motherfuckers risk their lives for <laughs> us. <laughs> you want some tuna for your sushi? Yeah, dude, they're fucking. I would never be a seaman. I was a seaman once. <laughs> Same. Same. <laughs> fucking one dime, and I'm this one for me. <laughs> fucking. Oh, okay, I hate that we bring her up every fucking episode. But one time Rachel told me. She was like, yeah, you know, all the seamen, like, fight each other, and the last one that survives wins. And I was like, wait, really? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> but that, wait, really? She was like, you fucking believe me, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, she knows. <laughs> yeah, man, no, she fucking... I mean, maybe it is true. You don't know. I was like, damn, dude, I will bad. I was like, I thought we just swam. <laughs> they race. I was just race. a fast one. Race. Race. race is technically fighting, no? You're fighting to win? Yeah, they're all losers. Yeah, <laughs> that slow ass. You fuck goofy. Fucking dying on the outside of the vaginal <laughs> wall like a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place to chill, bro. It's a whole vibe here. Dude. <laughs> dude, you know what I just learned today? The stereotype of the slack jawed yokel that's like. A backwoods fucking idiot that talks slow, ignorant, and stupid mm-hmm. is due to a parasite called the hookworm. Hmm. There apparently was this massive parasite back in like the fifties or sixties mm-hmm. in those areas where the where the hookworm parasite would like go to the body and it would create make the host have like a, a foggy brain slow speech and like something with their face and it would cause the stereotype of southerners hmm and i'm like fucking whoa whoa (laughs) damn that's fucking weird yeah what the fuck i want to know more about that i could i'll read a i'll read a small i'll just google hookworm yeah because that's fucking interesting why do you talk like your country? <laughs> Why talk like you? I got a worm in me. <laughs> Good. Good. So people can become infected when walking barefoot because hookworm larvae live in soil and can penetrate the skin. At first, they may have itchy rash where the larvae penetrate the skin, then fever, coughing, and wheezing, abdominal pain, loss of appetite, or diarrhea. Diarrhea. Hmm. Um, Severe chronic infections can cause loss of blood and anemic or anemia that is sometimes severe enough to cause fatigue, occasional heart failure, and widespread swelling. Um, doctors diagnose the infection by identifying hookworm eggs and stool samples. Uh, it's treatable in dogs. Um, worldwide, between 576 and 740 million people are infected with hookworms which are intestinal roundworms, infection in most common in tropical areas where sanitation is poor, hookworms thrive in warm, moist places. Mm. Um, warm and moist. Where's the... That makes sense because the south <clears throat> is pretty humid. Pretty humid. It's so weird to think of the south as tropical. <laughs> do, they, do they count that as tropical? So, so Florida is definitely tropical. Okay. And anything that's essentially by like... By the ocean. By the ocean or bodies of water. Okay. Um, California is tropical? 
But is it, does it have anything to do with like being like their city being like really close or cities being close to the beach? Like cities being close to the beach, mm-hmm. do you think that might have like anything to do with if it's tropical or not? I don't, like, I don't tropical. Know. I feel like tropical would be like surrounded by just nothing but like forest or trees or things like that. That's what I think. Like I feel like there's a palm tree. It's tropical. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What is tropical? It says it's the region of the Earth near the equator and between the Tropic of Cancer in the Northern Hemisphere and the Tropic of Capricorn in the Southern Hemisphere. So basically anything that is like in between those two um, equators is considered tropical. Well, technically then it's tropical because those are in between. Yeah. Hmm. Arizona's tropical. tropical. Hmm. Yeah, specifically means... Places near the equator. Is Arizona tropical? Arizona's tropical because we're we're near the equator. Are we near near the equator though? I think so. Where yet? Um, I don't think we're tropical. C R I. So like the Tropic of Cancer starts like somewhere in like uh, South America, like um, sorry Central America. So like looks like Mexico air, like not the top half of Mexico, but the bottom half, and then it cuts all the way through to like like countries in Africa that are like below like the top line of countries. Mm. Hmm. Then how is Florida tropical? It's not. Maybe like the tip of it? Like No, it's is not. It, isn't Puerto Rico off the coast of Florida? I just looked or at the Jamaica. Jamaica. It's like the red part uh, from what I'm showing you, Solomon. Do you have the same Wait, Florida's Florida? absolutely. Florida's right. Oh, is it saying in between? Yeah. Cause like that's like it says that's a subtropic, so it's not actually considered like a tropical region. Oh, so it's subtropical. That's what I got. Well, yeah, so, so, that's what I'm so this thing breaks down like the top part. So Florida and all of the southern states, even Arizona, okay. is considered subtropics. Ah, ah. I consider it tropical. So we off. we subby, we subby, <laughs> we trappy, we trappy. Yeah, thank you. I like tropical skittles. Tropical, we trappy and make a call a poppy. Wait, what? <laughs> and it like goes through like Australia, exactly. New Zealand and stuff. The weed I smoke tropical. So all the we know is that bang, tropical. Tropical means hot. <laughs> huh? Tropical means hot and humid. Hot and humid. Yeah. Ugh. 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 Mm. That fucking ball sweat. Yeah, that's mm. what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I'm in jeans. I feel fine. <clears throat> oh. I think it's because my knee's touching Jay. <laughs> Uh, dope, my Negro. Dope <laughs> topic, Xavier. Thank you. That went all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we talk about reality TV. <laughs> the equator. Jay? Um, my topic was just basically about the riots going on right now. And I guess just you guys' opinion on it. <clears throat> Saddle up. Saddle up, doggy. Who wants to go first? I can go first because I'm like super on the fence. <laughs> okay. Because um, a very strong part of me understands and gets it, but also another strong part of me doesn't fully agree with everything going on, mm-hmm. like breaking into stores and shit and burning shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, like. Logically to me, it makes sense to do that to like a police station or police cars. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. But just grocery stores and shit. Like, like I said, I get it, but it's just something in me just like, ah, uh, I don't really fuck with this part of it. 
Do you, I want to ask this question very, not so much carefully, but know that there's no abrasiveness to it. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's because you're a black guy that you have to show more heightened sense of restraint than be fully agreed to this? Actually, yes. But it's also like, I feel like, I think people feel like I need to be mad as them. Yeah. About the situation. And I just can't. I am mad about what happened to um, the guy. George Floyd. Because it was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. But I think my way of being mad about shit is just so different than just the way most people are doing it right now. Because I'll say from from what you've uh, provided us in multiple podcasts, it seems like you have a lot of pressure because you have one side black people thinking wanting you to be as mad as them yeah and on the other side it's like guys i want to be as mad at you but Mm -hmm. you don't realize how much you're pigeonholing me yeah and And, like i do feel like i am as mad i just don't physically show it the same way yeah Mm -hmm. like i've had people hit me up to go protest and everything and i'm all for protesting but it's like I also seen a lot of people getting fucked up. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I'm scared of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, if they're fucking us up already just for, just for being black, like, there's no telling if we're fighting back. And and maybe that makes me a pussy. I don't know. I just... I don't have it in me to just go around breaking shit. and Because mm-hmm. I'm all down for, like, peaceful protesting and all that shit. Like, the holding up signs or whatever. Yeah. Or, like I said, I don't even care that they're, like... <clears throat> like, the cops did something fucked up. So they're fucking up cop cars. They're fucking up the police station. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But it's just fucking up like that target or whatever that that they burned down or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just looked wrong to me. <laughs> okay. And like people breaking in the fucking registers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier. Um. I think I think obviously what what they're doing in their protesting is very justified like that's that's fucking wrong that's mm-hmm. just completely wrong in itself um but like jay was saying i do have like a weird feeling of people going and looting places breaking into places stealing everything that to me personally that has i, I don't think personally has anything to do with what the situation is yeah like they're taking that way out of proportion and stealing from from businesses destroying businesses even like i've heard like local businesses getting like like beat up or like you know broken into and and just damaged for no re- for no reason mm-hmm. and and or the, not the right reasons mm-hmm. um so i think to me that part is kind of like not it doesn't sit well with me yeah and and it's 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 a dark time like for for everybody cuz it's it just everybody feels what's going on like yeah. everybody knows what's happening and it's just hard to kind of deal with that um, but that way, per- like personally, I would not deal with would deal with it like that. Okay, Rania. Hmm. Um. I don't have any issue necessarily with people, you know, rioting or protesting against major corporations who have essentially continued to like put people down. Um, the fact that they fucked up that Target, I don't really care. Like Target mm. is a multi-million dollar company they can survive from one target being destroyed um what what i do have an issue with is what x mentioned like the local businesses a Mm. lot of 
people, especially in Arizona, like specifically, like a lot of people who own businesses and stores are immigrants or children of immigrants and like put their like hard work into building something up into this country. So that's like where I kind of draw the line where it's like, okay, you're trying to make a statement and I'm all for the statement, like injustice is mm-hmm. not acceptable. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you are breaking down your fellow man when you are, you know, like hurting the local people um, in that sense. And like protesters aren't going to know which store belongs to who or or like the impact that it's going to have. They're just reacting. And and I understand that. But that's kind of like where where my like line is mm-hmm. um, but I also believe that a lot of the people who are looting are it's not protesters I think that there's cops like instigating they're the ones like going down and like you know like there's like this been this whole big thing on like social media where like cops are wearing like certain color armbands to like signify to other officers that they're police officers but they're not in their gear mm-hmm. they're uh what is that called they're in plain clothes off duty mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so it's like they're just monitoring the scene and they're watching these things happen and they're instigating other people to act in a way that most people aren't acting mm-hmm. and they're fueling the fire to make you know people look worse and saying like oh like you know you guys should not be doing this or that or the other. So that's, that's kind of how, how I see it. Hmm. Um, so, like the, what you said about the, um, the local businesses, mm-hmm. do you not feel the same way the peop- for the people who's working in the major, like Targets or Walmarts or whatever? I mean, I, I definitely understand the impact that it has. I just think that a lot of these corporations have been taking advantage of people and their workers for a really long time. And mm. I can understand that more um, because I know that the company can do what they need to do to rebuild. A local business owner may not be able to rebuild. You may be pushing them to have to sell their home or... Mm-hmm. You know things like that. Yeah, I, I agree with. I meant more yeah. about the employees, like, because mm. they're not seeing the millions. <laughs> yeah. That the company can just fix that building again. Like, yeah. They're just out of work. That's fair. I Unless they, they really do like compensate them way. for it, but I think the target dude, uh, who's the the see the chairman mm-hmm. or of that regional, uh, said that the insurance covered all of it and the people that work there they're they're going to get paid oh okay like, yeah. like he, okay. And, that's he, good to know. and he almost gave, he gave a letter backing the looting mm-hmm. oh okay um, okay I didn't know that I have three questions mm-hmm. if I may mm-hmm. uh, Ronnie your family owns a business yeah and I think that's why I'm so like passionate about my state I have three questions mm-hmm. um, is the business insured yeah. Okay. But the but the products inside may or may not be. Yeah. They're like one of a kind things. Yeah. So. Um So so yeah, so so they're, they're insured. Um do and this is an argument that I'm hearing a lot that I I just can't get behind. Mm-hmm. The the argument of why are you looting and rioting stores in your community? If I walk outside and I'm consistently seeing people that look like me 
get punked, shot, arrested in a community, am I a part of that community? I wouldn't feel welcomed in that community. I live here, Mm -hmm. but this isn't my community. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing, not to put race on it, a lot of white people take their mindset of a suburban community with the HOA and think that that's what the ghettos are. Mm -hmm. And it's fucking not. Mm -hmm. Your neighbor in your HOA you all are in this community. You make your yard look good because that's what you all agree on. You chose to live here. This is your community. You know Ron, you know Hank, you know Lisa. In the quote-unquote community of the ghetto, you don't fucking really know anybody. You're not there by choice. You are fucking planted there. There's no import-export inside fucking Chicago. So drugs were placed there. Mm -hmm. These guns were placed here. Mm -hmm. You're put in rooms where you can't even fucking walk three feet without bumping into somebody, especially during a pandemic. On top of that, you see one cop with his knee on someone that looks like you's neck, and you see four other cops standing around, one of them checking a fucking trunk for whatever. You're told that kneeling in a game isn't peaceful enough. Mm -hmm. You're told that wearing tape over your mouth is in bad taste. You're told that you look stupid in these shirts. You're told that your movements don't fucking matter. Your movements are dumb. And then right when you start to riot, fucking white people have the audacity to quote Martin Luther King to you. Like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. Fuck the businesses. Fuck all of these places. And I I get it. I get it. These people are working here and all this stuff. If I loot and break down a police station, what's going to happen is that will immediately give them right to shoot me and have it be justified. If I loot a business who's insurance has to cover it and I know that the insurance company is the company that is funding the cops and that and because they have to take that money for their insurance and take it away from police salary that's me hurting who I need to hurt they say chop the head off and the body will follow that's fucking bullshit we were fed that about about you know Osama and Iraq we were fed that in so many different places. You know, they, they killed Martin Luther. They killed Malcolm X. But if the message is strong enough and they don't really see hurt, they won't stop. So if we just hurt police stations and police cops, that's not going to stop the systematic racism that's consistently being funded by the insurance company, that's being backed by the president, that's being fucking pushed onto us with... Once you start looting, the fucking shooting starts. Mm -hmm. On top of that, Mm -hmm. tensions are rising high. Like you said, Ronnie, people are being planted in these protests to loot because they want a fucking reason to kill us in these streets. Absolutely. There's been like... Oh, I don't mean to cut you off. No, and when you you read stories of a dude showing up as a quote-unquote good civilian with the fucking bow and arrow aiming at protesters. That dude got swarmed on. His car got fucking lit on fire. And do you know what the cops did? They backed the fuck off. Mm -hmm. Because we're getting tired. We're rising up. And it's people that are saying, well, you know, 
why'd you have to take down this business? It's like, fuck you. Because you were quiet as hell when homie's neck was in the fucking pavement. Mm -hmm. You were quiet as hell when some dude was strangled because of selling, because he stole a loose cigarette that cost 25 fucking cents. Mm -hmm. You were quiet as hell when homie had a permit for a gun, still got shot. You were quiet as hell when a cop said, take that gun off of your waistband. And the dude reached for the gun to take it off his waistband. The cop shot him. And the last words of that man was, you told me to do this. And you're quiet as fuck when that happens. But the moment Target gets hit, yeah, it's like, you guys are taking it too far. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bullshit, dude. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I know. No, and I think everything that you said, like... I 1000% agree with. I just think that a lot of the people that are going out and doing the destruction aren't actually the people who are pushing for a change. I think that a lot of people are being staged to commit crimes exactly for what you said to give them a reason. And it's just like, it's just fucked up. Like, I just can't, like, there was, like, this video that I watched the other day, and it was, like, this, uh, this dude, this white guy, uh, like, covered from head to toe, all black, face covered, everything, just starts smashing windows, um, in a building, and this black guy comes up to him and is, like, hey, you, like, why are you doing that? Like, we're being peaceful. Like, like, what are you, like, up to? And the dude, that someone's, like, recording the whole thing. And the dude, like, tries to run away. And people start following him because they're like, look, you're not here for the cause. You're here, like, under different reasons. And then, like, you can zoom in and see the dude's wearing, like, a bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show, like, it's a cop. Like, people are like not seeing that like that that's where the instigation is coming mm-hmm. from i don't think everyone is out here like just trying to fuck shit up people are just want to see a change but the thing is like say you get people like hey cops dress up as civilians fuck up th- this place um okay i'm gonna dress up as civilians i'm gonna fuck this place up and the place gets royally fucked up what's their mo to show that people are being violent. Okay, what's their MO? So that your fellow man can turn on you because of divide and conquer. That's what they go for. They want us to argue with us. The more we get on board and say, no, fuck you, this isn't gonna work again as it's worked for the past 200 years, we're not gonna divide and conquer. It's not white versus black, it's racist versus Mm non-racist it's equality versus segregation if i make a post and i say some shit like something very risque and you know i'm not talking about you you have no problem getting on board but it's the ones that are like well i just don't agree with this and it's like you don't get to critique the response when you were silent during the Mm -hmm. oppression Mm -hmm. like you don't you do not get to have a fucking opinion anymore if all you're doing is posting memes and shit when this hell is breaking loose and then the moment hell breaks loose you pause on the memes and say guys I don't agree with this Mm -hmm. 
fuck out of my face. Dude, there's been mm-hmm. so many people like that. Yeah. Why? Wait. Why can't you do that? Why can't you have a, have an opinion on on what's going on? But you're still posting memes. It it's essentially like when the the Jewish people were being oppressed back in uh, Germany. Like when when Hitler rose to power, the the way he got to power is because he divided segregationally, and people didn't dispute him because what was happening did not affect them directly. So when when so I would be able to post the memes because it in a way affects me directly. Right, and I I don't I wasn't no no not not no, oh, no I'm yeah. just saying I'm just saying like as a black dude yeah because it affects me just because I'm black I can post those kind of shits I would say that yeah okay like like you having a very strong like guys this isn't the move mm-hmm. like cool I'm list like it's something that directly affects you and it may be hypocritical or biased but that. And I'm not even saying it's not the move. I'm just saying I feel weird about it. But that skinny fucking white chick that does nothing but selfies and shit mm-hmm. and memes when death is happening all around her, the moment her target gets hit, mm-hmm. she's like, guys, stop. Yeah, yeah. This is enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck but, you. But um, I was going to say, like, part of my confliction is that I understand the... um. Like, I still don't fully, I guess, agree with it, but I understand going around breaking shit and destroying mm. shit because I do think that sends a message I just don't understand the looting part of it yeah and that's like the weird thing for me cause it's like I've seen a lot of people trying to compare it to like when white people did the Boston uh, tea party yeah but they were like dumping that shit in the sea yeah like they didn't steal the they tea. weren't yeah. taking it home yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. sure maybe they were but like mm. fuck those who are doing that right And which is kind of how I feel if you're just breaking in shit just to mm-hmm. you're being an opportunist yeah absolutely to get shit like I don't fuck with that kind of shit okay so that makes more sense like you like not fucking with actually taking stuff yeah yeah I agree like it like if they burn the target to the ground mm-hmm. to me that's just as 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 the same as looting the target. Maybe they don't, and you're right, that is very opportunistic to just be like, oh, I need these shoes anyways. Yeah. Like, that is kind of fucked up. But, like... And, like, because the burning the target, I get it. It makes me feel weird, but I understand that more mm-hmm. than the people going in and taking shit and running home with the shit that they take. Yeah. That's, like, the weird part for me, because I don't know what message that's supposed to send. Because now it's not about protesting and, you know, trying to make a change. Now it's, it's like, greed. oh, shit, like, this target's fucking open. I'm going to go grab the yeah. vacuum. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. shit like that. It's greedy, I think, in a way. Yeah. It's just taking advantage, like, opportunistic, mm-hmm. whatever you guys said, taking mm-hmm. advantage of the circumstance. Yeah. And I have seen some, like, <laughs> some funny shit. Like, this dude was recording a fucking music video outside of the Target that was getting robbed. No way. Like, I saw that oh, shit, geez. and it was funny as fuck to me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why it was like... That's why we are talking about the meme thing. It was just like, oh, I don't know, that was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just how I feel. Like, And they keep on saying the whole, like, you're burning your own community. It's like, this isn't my community. Because mm-hmm. my community has never stood up for me like when I needed it to. Yeah. yeah. Like, so you guys seem super strong about it. So, like... What what is like 
in you guys' mind, the end goal? The end goal is... Because I don't think doing this stuff is going to make people just not racist, but maybe some kind of changes ha- would happen from it, which is what I'm curious of what you guys think. Yeah, that's that's the move. Like, we're starting to see a little bit of change, you know, as shitty as it sounds, but it's like we're starting to see police departments openly like detest what officers do yeah we're starting to see cops be on the side of the protesters mm-hmm. um it, it's happening it's short it's smooth it's but it's happening mm-hmm. but what we can't do is take these and be like thank you that's all we wanted mm-hmm. it's like no we, we want There's more still more yeah like i want to not fucking especially for you jay like you to just be able to chill Walk outside, not mm-hmm. fucking sweat when you see, you know, a cop right. pull up. Like, these videos of injustice are just so fucking frequent. Mm-hmm. And it's annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, cop, like, I want to see a video where a cop, like, calmly detains someone. You know? That's, that's what I'm going to bring up is, like, Granted, I do have the my fear of cops, and it's very real, real, and I can, I don't know if I can change that. But do you think that maybe because we're seeing it on social media, we're blowing up these possible one-off incidents? Not that they're justified or whatsoever, mm-hmm. but like, and I'm not even trying to sound like one of these like all lives matter fucks, but. Yeah. I do feel like there's more good cops doing the right thing compared to the few one-offs we see on the internet that we all just jump on. Yeah. Um, my thing is, for every good, bad cop we see in the video, we see four or five quote-unquote good cops. Mm-hmm. Not doing anything. Not doing a fucking thing. But I would still put them in the bucket of the, yeah. the, bad, the bad cops. The bad cop for not doing anything? Well, yeah. I, I did watch a, a video this morning, actually, and it was in I guess in Seattle and mm-hmm. the two cops were like detaining this white guy and uh, they had their knee he had his like knee on his neck and like you can hear people yelling like um, you know get your knee off his neck get your knee off his neck and then you see the second officer not the one with the knee but like mm-hmm. the other dude um, like pushing the cop's knee off uh-huh. and um that like was pretty powerful, but it's like, okay, like how many cops are there out there yeah. who could literally do the right thing, but choose not to for fear of what may happen like mm-hmm. at the, you know, yeah. precinct the next day. For sure. I watched this video of this cop um, who was detaining another guy, I think it was in Seattle, and you can see the guy put his knee on his neck, very mm-hmm. similar to what happened to George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, his fellow officer is there as well, like putting the handcuffs on the guy. And you just hear like people in the background yelling, like, get your knee off his neck, like, get your knee off his neck. And then you can see that his fellow officer, like, hears this, sees the cop's knee on the dude's neck, and he, like, pushes the officer's knee off mm-hmm. and it's like like that's what we want like we want officers to be accountable for themselves for each other and mm-hmm. the way that they are portraying themselves like i'm a light-skinned woman 
but I'm Arab, I'm Middle Eastern, both of my parents are from overseas, and I am terrified anytime an officer is in front of me or behind me or I see one. It just mm -hmm. makes me panic. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, other than the fact that something could happen, and because of my ethnicity or like things like that, like I'm afraid of what could happen. Mm -hmm. And that, to answer, you know, I think it was Jay's question about what do we want to see change, like, I don't want to have to fear that the people who are supposed to quote unquote protect and serve me are the ones who are out to get me. Yeah. The ones who are planting shit, the ones who are, you know, um, not de-escalating a situation because this is just proof that they don't know how to do their job yeah. when these things happen. You failed us. You failed the public. You failed this person. You failed their family because mm -hmm. you did not know how to handle a situation that you're quote unquote trained for. Not only that, when it does get to trial, it's like the innocent have to extremely prove that mm -hmm. they're innocent. Yeah. Like it's no, it's no longer innocent until proven guilty. It's like you're guilty until proven innocent. Until proven innocent. Yeah. And they base it on verbiage. Mm -hmm. They base it all like like that dude. I, I posted about this like uh, a couple days ago. Three cops, four cops busted into his place on a no knock warrant in civilian clothes. What? Not even getting to the further end of the story. Can you imagine four people busting in this apartment right now? Regular clothes. Serving, serving a no-knock warrant. And guess whose name is not on that sheet? Minor J's. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. Something wrong with that. Somebody busts in here for no-knock warrant that's not for me, not towards J. Not for the people mm -hmm. that live here. They, they shoot and kill me. I'm dead. J gets a shot off. Shoots... Doesn't even. I don't even think he shoots the dude. I think they was later found out that one of the other cops shot the other cop. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jay gets arrested, and Jay gets charged for attempted murder and homicide, or or no, he gets charged for attempted murder and assault on an officer, and he has to prove why he was justified in doing so, and he has to prove that he wasn't one of the drug dealers, and he still gets detained for X amount of months. Finally gets off, and they have the audacity to be like, oh, celebrate this victory. And my bad about killing your roommate. Mm. Like, that's, yeah. fucking that's fucking wrong. dumb. Yeah. Is that the story where they killed the dude's girl? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's insane. They just went to the wrong house. The yeah. dude, they were asleep, shot the girlfriend. The guy comes out with a gun. They, like, try to shoot him. I don't think they did. And then... Um, he gets arrested. Yeah. Mm. For literally being in his own home. That's like, he didn't even commit his own any home. crime. Yeah. Yeah. That girl that busted in that, that dude's place shot and killed him. She got off. And the fucking family. got off. Yeah. And the family was like, I want people to forgive her for killing my brother. She, you would almost think that the girl was a victim of this. Mm -hmm. That she didn't shoot a man while he was eating fucking ice cream in his own place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just turns around to be on, on, you know, something for them instead. Mm -hmm. I think That's what insane. I think what I want to see is diversity in in cops. Maybe even you know how it's, how it's always two cops rolling together. Mix it up. Because yeah. I'm my most scared when it's two white dudes. Yeah. 
And I know and I'm most I know Jay's Yeah, I know Jay's probably most scared if it's one black dude, one white dude. Cause like those those, those cliche statements run true. Like that black cop is gonna show off yeah. for his white friends because he wants to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Well, and then he's also going to play the card where he tries to relate to you, like I'm a black man, like I, mm-hmm. you know, I feel what you're feeling, but in reality, they're so washed of their own, um, like true views because mm-hmm. being a cop is hard. Like if you're not rolling with the people that like are in your unit, then you're uh, ridiculed. You're outcast. Yeah. You're made to feel less than, mm-hmm. and they literally bully you out of a job because they're so like it's like a frat you know what I mean they're so bonded by this job that if you're not with us you're against us instead of just recognizing that it's okay to stand up for what is wrong and that's that I think that's why there are no quote-unquote good cops because the people who are genuinely good do not put up with this. And I think a lot of them try to make change and then when they get ousted from the job or put on desk duty or whatever, like, they leave. Because yeah. they they see that they can't make a change in something mm-hmm. that's so systemic. And, like, the, the key in all of these is fear, right? And, yeah, I want cops to fear civilians. But not that bullshit fear that they Mm -hmm. use to justify actions. I want them to think, I probably shouldn't fuck this dude up because there's ten people here and the last thing I saw was my buddy get fucking mollywopped. Like, like that's how it is in, like, Portugal. Mm -hmm. Like, there was this, it was either Portugal or Mexico where, like, this cop, like, was roughing up this dude. And, like, a mob just Fuck that cop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a there was a, some police at a soccer game that like had a some dude like ran on the on the field and they like tackled him, you know, and they, they got him off the side of the field and they started roughing him up towards the digouts. Riot, mm-hmm. like people like jumped out of the stands yeah. and these cops were like, shit, because mm-hmm. those people knew it wasn't right to do. Like, yeah, it's one man versus he's powerless pretty much with those people on you know mm-hmm. beating him. And and I think that's why I have so many issues when it comes to like, like that 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 George that George Floyd thing, dude, neck foot uh, like neck, knee on neck, six people around, filming, like do something, mm-hmm. uh-huh. approach, make them like, oh oh you're right, like let me get him up, you stay back, get him up off the ground, get back, like, I this may be like my hero mentality, who knows, I may turn immediately pussy when I'm in this situation. Mm-hmm. But I would rather get beat up than stand around while somebody gets murdered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a that's an equal trade for me. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, we beat you up because you're approaching. Cool. Is he off the ground? I'll get up. My jaw may hurt, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, like, fuck that, man. It's, it's fear, like you said, man. People are just so scared to do anything in those situations, and the only thing they can resort to is pulling the phone up and just yeah. doing that. Um, I mean, I to be honest, like if I was in that situation too, I don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's that's something that that you're afraid of yourself getting killed too, or, mm-hmm. or getting hurt. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that, and they're just like, I'm not gonna do anything. I'm just gonna record. Yeah, it's and like, I, don't, I don't think recording is like the bad thing either though. I don't think it's still proof. Yeah. I don't I don't think recording itself is inherently bad, mm-hmm. but like 
I don't need six different angles of this yeah. man getting choked out. Mm-hmm. You know, I need. And like, <laughs> sometimes you might, because <laughs> depending on where that angle is, they can flip it to be like, no, obviously I, I was just trying to blah 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 blah. Oh, you you right? Yeah, maybe I need mm-hmm. two angles. I need, a, <laughs> I need an action aerial crane shot. Yeah, but I I need like there's this one video I saw where this this dude was being roughed up by this cop and this skinny little white chick kicked the shit out of this cop's face, like knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And then she disappeared. <laughs> yeah, that was a good angle. <laughs> yeah, that was a, it was a great angle. So maybe, maybe the change is for. I mean, obviously, it would be for the future, but like for the next like generation of people who are gonna mm-hmm. grow up. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like we're always gonna be just untrusting of them, and I don't think that's ever gonna change for us. Yeah. So all we can really do is make them change for the future. Well, you got to think about it. The 50s was 70 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And those people in those photos of the 50s and 60s screaming about segregation, all that stuff, mm-hmm. were 20 years old. They're still fucking here. But I still feel like, like it's, they, not, it's not the best change, but I still think change happened after all of that stuff. Like, I, we're, not, we're not getting as... Like, we're not getting sprayed with, like, fucking water and shit mm-hmm. now. And, like, there's no, like... I don't know if it's the same era, but, like, the whites-only rooms and shit. Yeah, Jim Crow. But, like, let's be real. Just because the signs are down does not mean that you you don't walk into a restaurant and you just feel like, mm, I probably shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. Right. But now I do feel like I can do that. And I don't think, like, there's not riots going, I mean, before this, there mm-hmm. wasn't riots from the 60s till now. Mm-hmm. Like, that riot happened, and all the stuff that happened, and then, like, everything started being quote-unquote normal. Mm-hmm. And we still have these few things of bullshit going on. Well, not a few, I don't want to downplay it. But yeah. There's still bullshit going on that we're addressing as we're going. But I don't think it's just, it's not going to be, like, an all-or-nothing thing, mm-hmm. I guess, in, in my opinion. I don't think, like, even after all of this is over with, I don't think it's still not going to be perfect. There's still going to be issues, and we'll address those as well. But I don't think it's just going to, I don't think it's ever going to be like, we protested hard as fuck. Mm -hmm. The cops are angels now. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I I hopefully foresee that. Like, Like, I feel like all you could do is reduce. I, I don't want cops to be angels, but I definitely don't want them to be demons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I yeah. definitely don't want them to... Yeah. There needs to be a deconstruction of, like, the current way that things are handled. Mm. And there needs to be a... Like, I keep seeing this meme floating around, and it's like, you know, lawyers go to school for eight years, and cops go through, like, an eight-week training type of thing. And yeah. it's like, okay... There needs to be psychological test. Yeah, real training Mm -hmm. to determine like who is capable of actually like protecting citizens. Mm -hmm. Like that's what police are for. To protect citizens from quote unquote like outlaws, people who are trying to terrorize your community. But the difference is now is the cops are the ones terrorizing the community Mm -hmm. and that needs to change. I I think a gun for a cop needs to be earned. Yeah. Not just issued. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, the supervisor of a cop precinct is the one with the gun. 
Like like you two are on patrol, your unit like zero one nine, and then I supervise you two, mm-hmm. and you two go on a run or some shit like that. Like yo, we need you. And based and based on whatever's going on, they'll send the dudes who needs a gun. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, you know what, X J, I actually trust your guys' judgment. Here, you guys, I'm going to give you guys these guns now. So now my so now my supervision, like they've mm-hmm. graduated to guns instead of just here you go, mm-hmm. aim for the center of mass. <laughs> I also heard the idea of um, having police like the cops when they're out of their training or whatever mm-hmm. they only police the areas they grew up in yeah I've heard of that cause they'll probably be least likely to do some goofy shit mm-hmm. mm, I but, did not know that was the thing I mean I don't know if they're doing it it was just like a suggestion people yeah. oh okay but I don't know this all this is just really it's like, I'm glad it's seen globally now. Yeah. Like everyone's looking at it. Which is, like, a good outcome of all of this stuff going on. But, I don't know. Like, I have people worried about me, like, just getting hurt, basically. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. these riots are just quickly becoming, like, everywhere statewide. Yeah. yeah. And I do think these cops... I'm I'm happy these riots are happening statewide and I'm mm-hmm. happy that they're so diverse because as a cop I'm not just thinking oh I only have to worry about black people. Yeah. It's like fuck, I have to worry about how many different people now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a walk on eggshells. And I I I may sound like sadistic, but I like that I like yes, feel what we have been Fearing mm-hmm. for this since how old am I? Twenty eight, twenty eight years plus. The worst I've ever been treated by a cop was a Hispanic cop, showing off for his fucking people, mm-hmm. like talking to me like he was my dad, keeping me in the back of the squad car for X amount of time, fucking getting food, helping out on other stops, like like I was just a bag of trash in his squad car. Mm-hmm. That it was inconvenient for him to transport me. Mm-hmm. Like that. You weren't a human, pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sit right with me, you know? Yeah. That's kind of why I haven't. Um, usually, when something popular is going on, I'll post about it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really said anything about this shit because I feel like I will get attacked for my views and shit. <laughs> and it's hard to really fully explain yourself when fucking social media. Yeah. yeah. They see one word and they take yeah. that word completely out of context. Yeah. yeah. So, like. I just treat it as people, kind of like um, how people deal with grief. Mm-hmm. I would never tell a person how they should grieve over someone. Yeah. Like, unless they're doing something that's like harming themselves or others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want you just, you know, diving in meth and shit because your mom died. Like, we got to talk about this. Yeah. But I understand if you want to just, like, be alone or just drink and, like, I'm not going to tell you how to deal with your shit, which is how I'm kind of seeing this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell people how to react because I get being mad about it. Yeah. Kind of like our N-word discussion. I understand yeah. you being mad and wanting to react and hit some dude who said it to me. Like, I mm-hmm. do get that. I just rather you didn't. <laughs> and I, there's, there's this dude that owned, like, an MMA gym. Mm-hmm. And he was a guy that, like, posed with him, like, on the ground, thumbs up, smiling while someone had their knee on his shoulder. Oh, saw I saw that. that. Yeah. And, like, people swarm on him. He mm-hmm. lost his two gyms. Mm-hmm. He's outed mm-hmm. from the MMA community. 
Like, good. <laughs> the there, dude's wife left him. Yeah, the dude. The dude's wife left <laughs> his ass. There's these. They're, they're start, and I love this. This is one thing I do love about social media. They're starting to not block names out anymore. Yeah. And just like it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like there's those Snapchats of those kids saying like, if we kept them as slave, this this would never yeah, have happened. I saw that, yeah. Like cool, they didn't block what? out the names. Yeah. Who like, posted that? Kids, like teenagers. That's fucking disgusting. I know TikTok blocked out the whole. I think the George guy's name, mm-hmm. and they blocked out. I think Black Lives Matter. Like they blocked out specific hashtags about all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. TikTok did. Yeah, I don't know if they reversed it or not, but I know they they weren't letting people. If you posted that, I don't think your video went up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like those are the people I'm gonna smack. <laughs> those are like again, I'm not. I, I realize I came to this epiphany like a couple days ago. I don't hate white people. I just hate racists. Mm-hmm. And if you're white and you're not racist, cool. I got nothing but love for you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like bet we live in, because there is something good about seeing white people stand up for you about some shit yeah. and it's not pandering. Like they're really pissed about it. Yeah. Like that does make me feel good seeing that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just the I don't know. It's just like like I guess I see these riots. I guess kind of like movements in general, mm-hmm. like feminism and all of them. Yeah. At its core, I get it. But it's just some of the ways they go about things is just I don't fully agree with. Yeah. Like my buddy my buddy Sean, shout out to Sean. I fucking love him. He's been one of the biggest advocates that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, he, he shares the same thought as me. It's like you were quiet when this dude died, but because property is being damaged, now you have an opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm like like fat like I cannot fathom that like I'm valuing Property more than humans' life that's no different than my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think it's valuing the property more, or they're just seeing it like as a scale of like like escalation? Yeah, like not really. Like I'm not mad about this, but I'm mad about this. But I, it's just like it's like going to a point like the break a camel's back or whatever the fuck uh, straw. Uh, straw. I no, I I legitimately think they're upset over like I do not think white America cares about the black life. If when you think about Michael Vick getting seven years for dog fighting mm-hmm. and people like still curse his name to this day mm-hmm. and you get a video of a black dude getting murdered and you're like it it is it what is it what is. it is, <laughs> you know? Like and then a target gets looted and like I can't believe they're looting mm-hmm. targets. Mm-hmm. Like how is it, dogs, black guys, target? Like that makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they do. I can't. I'm not gonna try to argue for them, but maybe it's the the well, a target can't defend itself. A dog can't defend itself. But that black dude knew what he was doing. Like maybe That's still sick though too Because <laughs> either way You shouldn't be treated that way Regardless yeah. like But but all we hear is He shouldn't be kneeling Well he shouldn't have put his hand on his gun The cop He should have just listened to the officer And nothing would happen to him There's always an excuse There's yeah. always an excuse mm-hmm. Well we don't have the full video Well he was Smoking weed two weeks ago Well when he was in school He did joyride And he was a felon 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think like most white people, they just um, that Joyride shit took me. <laughs> <laughs> I think they they feel like at least the All Lives Matter ones. If it's not like directly racism mm-hmm. to them, then it's not real. Yeah. So if it's not like a white dude calling someone the N word to his face. Like, if it's nothing as close to that, then they don't think it's real. Yeah. Which I do think is fucking stupid and annoying. If it's not blatantly in their face. Like and the quote-unquote, he was just doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't understand that, like, you can treat people a certain way that's not directly... Like, uh, Get Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think they really said the N-word in that movie. Mm-hmm. But there's racist shit all in that movie. Yeah. yeah. But they don't understand that kind of stuff. Which is like a lot of the white people were shitting on that movie. Mm-hmm. But That's because they it, it's it's they hate their shadow that they cast. They hate being associated with racists because they know deep down they have these prejudice mm-hmm. ideas. You may not be racist, mm-hmm. but you definitely have a level of prejudice mm-hmm. in yeah. your heart. And it's almost like somebody's calling it out. Yeah. Right? yeah. And, and you don't want you don't, it. You don't like yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That's why they get mad. Hmm. Like, people have so many subtle microaggressions that they mm-hmm. put out that they might not say anything, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just the way that they behave or react or... Or don't react. Exactly, mm-hmm. to certain situations. Dude, I called out microaggression at my, my job jokingly. This is back when we had a yeah. Cinelect. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we had a Cinelect tool. There's a Cinelect agent mm-hmm. and Cinelect manager. I double-clicked the Cinelect agent, the one that all agents saw, and it was like this black lady smiling, you know, blah, blah, blah. The moment I got promoted and clicked Cinelect manager, it was a white lady. <laughs> and I'm like, dog, what the fuck? You <laughs> 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 use the same photo. <laughs> I did not even realize that was a thing. I was like, why is this two separate yeah, yeah, graphics? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's odd. Yeah, man. Oh, I'm, that's fucked up. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's, like, people, and, mm. but when I call it out, it's like, no, I did. And they're like, you're overreacting. I didn't even think about that. Like, you're just reading too much into it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell, this says agent, black person, manager, leader, owner, supervisor, white lady. <laughs> well, they're both ladies. Uh, I feel like I know <laughs> who that was. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's sad it's so weird cause it's like cause I would I probably wouldn't notice that either to be honest <laughs> but I can I can I would kinda almost see that as like like if, if they reversed it is that pandering that's what I was kinda thinking yeah but maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like the fact that they, that people don't notice it would be ideally the right thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. My So m- what, what battles with me is the conscious choice. Mm-hmm. Like if you consciously was like, Oh, I need both of these people to be women. I need one of them to be a black woman, one of them to be a white woman. Mm-hmm. You can ask the question, why? Mm-hmm. Now, if you said, I just need two people here. Mm-hmm. There, there, it's a Mexican dude for the fucking uh, agent and an Asian dude for the manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fine. You know, why is that fine? I don't know why my brain is telling me that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know why it wasn't just a singular photo. Like the fact that it, it boils down to what the conscious choice was. Mm, okay, that makes sense actually. And then that's where it, that's where it triggers for me. Because if it was just a single photo, I probably I mean I still probably wouldn't notice, but yeah. that makes more sense. The fact that they consciously made the decision Separate. to make the other photo different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's where my beef comes in. Mm. Like, the moment you consciously go out of your way to not be racist, like, that's probably the most fucked up thing I ever did to Jay, was not offer him Kool-Aid. Mm. <laughs> I, and if you did, I probably would have made a joke about it, but it wasn't, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't malintent. It was just... Yeah. 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 It's like, the moment you go out of your way to not do something is the moment mm. you are conscious in which... In what you, you're thinking. What you're thinking. Mm-hmm. But did, but I still feel like that situation. Did you really? Do you think you really did that because I was black and you didn't want to offer me Kool Aid? No, no, no. So I, I was that's, like, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think I wasn't exactly. And I think the, because and you brought it up as a joke because that's just who you are. Yeah. I don't think the outside world see things like that. Yeah. <laughs> They're like trying to get triggered for me. Yeah. I was like, why you offer him Kool Aid? <laughs> yeah, they hear the initial the initial action or comment and then yeah. they just take that and they don't hear anything else after that. Yeah. 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 It was like that dude that I was playing a game with. Uh like the character was like a Mexican character. I wasn't saying like, oh I need free holidays and shit. I was just like it's like, oh I'm gonna roll these dice and like that's <laughs> racist. Why? What's racist about dice? <laughs> well you're doing that accent. Yeah, I am. <laughs> just an accent. But just the thing is like if, what if a white dude did that? <laughs> So that's, okay, that's the thing. So the reason why dialects become racist, it's not how they're doing it, it's what they're, they're saying. saying. Yeah. Like, like if I don a Jamaican accent, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to smoke me some ganja. Like, that's racist. Very stereotypical towards a Jamaican. Mm-hmm. But if I say, oh, let me go into the store and pick up some Nesquik. Like, <laughs> that's not racist. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to figure out what that voice is. That voice is from It's Miss Cleo. <laughs> was it Miss Cleo? Was that Miss Cleo? No, no. So, so Jamaican dialects, they don't say I, they say me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And they say, instead of things, it's tings. Tings. Yeah. yeah. So there's little things. But like, so there's a difference between like doing an accent and playing a character in an everyday life, mm-hmm. but then doing the stereotypes of that person. Yeah. But that's you thinking yeah. logically. Like, cancel culture niggas don't. Yeah. So they would just see, why are you making that voice? Yeah. Like, the reason why Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder was not racist is because he didn't do anything stereotypical mm-hmm. for a black person. Mm-hmm. He was just mm-hmm. an Australian dude playing a black guy. Bro, low-key, because he got attacked for that shit yeah. like, recently. Yeah. I think he kind of fucked himself talking about it on Joe Rogan. Yeah, I watched that. Because he talked about him like he couldn't do that now. Yeah. And I think people saw that shit. Yeah. And like, do <laughs> Went what? back and yeah. like, wow, we really let him do this? <laughs> but the thing was, Brandon T. Jackson was in the whole film checking him. Like, that's a, yeah. to me, that's an approach, like... But I don't think people care about context. They just see what they see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just... Uh, what's that called? Tunnel vision? Tunnel vision. Yeah. <laughs> Kodak. Well, I think a lot of people just want to find a reason to be upset. You know what I mean? They're not looking yeah. at the big picture. They're just, like you said, looking at at face value. You said this in this way. Yeah. Now I'm going I'm to be upset about it. Yeah. Bunch of bitches. <laughs> but yeah. Are you guys going to protest? Like, go out and do stuff? Go out and do stuff? 
Phil actually asked me right now. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to go. Going out to protest, it's wild because, like, I do think about, like, all the things that I have. At the same time, I know that everybody counts. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would inherently go to protest, Mm -hmm. but if something happened in my vicinity, I'd back it up. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like being 1,000. Yeah. Because personally, I don't... This whole protest less right is a little different, but I don't really feel like protests do that much. Like normal ones. Mm. Like they might make some little small change that people just kind of compromise for, but... Yeah. Um, but I always, like, fight for your right to do it. Yeah. I think loot... I think the riots are doing more... Than the looters or yeah. And I'll let you know right now. Like, if I didn't have a son, I'd be out there. Rioting. Like, yeah. I totally would. You bring your own shield? Yeah. <laughs> they, use a blow, they use a blow machines to fight off tear gas in, like, China. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that. <laughs> like, damn, they fucking industrialized the fucking That's not a bad idea. One <laughs> of my friends went out and she got, like, some shit in her eyes. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's just no joke. Yeah. You see those, those photos of those chicks that caught rubber bullets to the face? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Split. Yeah, so there was a story about, like, she was just walking home from the grocery store or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Apparently well, dude, what it is. That's why, saying. and that's why I don't trust the curfew. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the governor of California said, we want to protect the people that aren't protesting, so there's a curfew. Mm-hmm. What that reads to me is we want to make sure we don't fuck up somebody that's not supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And what that reads to me is the moment the threat of civilians not being there means they can use AOE shit. Like tear gas, like stun guns, or the things that are more dangerous, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like justifying, like, well, we told you there was a curfew and you're out here, so now you deserve whatever happens to you. Like, even if they're not doing anything, they're just just trying to get home from something, from work. It could have worked. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, bro, if you follow the ladder, I'm not going to destroy the cop shit, but I'm going to take down the insurance company that America is built on, which is then going to funnel funds from the people that fund the police and the weapons because they have to... It's all owned by the same mm-hmm. five fucking people here. The moment they have to channel their funds somewhere else mm-hmm. is the moment that this fucking entity just gets di- like dissipated, destroyed, fucking decimated. Mm. I didn't use the word decimated correctly. <laughs> it's like such a pet peeve of yours too. It is. I fucking hate it. Decimated. Goddamn. Feel like I'm the man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got deep like pussy, low cut face, they bushy. Like a porcupine. Mm. Part backs like a spine. Ooh. <laughs> I hear that shit all the time. Wait, split backs? Gut you like a blunt and reconstruct your design. I know you want to diss me, (laughs) but I can read your mind. (laughs) She's weak in the knees like SWV. (laughs) Trying to get a title like Woo Killer B? Some change your habit. You know I'm friends with the Abbott? Me and Rizzo rock pamphlet. You know we don't know the shit you just started to. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how I am with my own songs. Dog, I'm telling you, Nelly's Country Grammar came on on the live, and like they long changed the song, and I was still rapping <laughs> Country Grammar. You know who hates Country Grammar? 
You know who hates that song? Who? Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is it? <laughs> Country Grammar. What is it? I don't know what's the called. Nelly song. Oh yeah, Country I don't like Grammar. Nelly. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> Nelly but Nelly. How do you not like Nelly? I'm going down, down. You say that country boy can't do it, so I changed the game. What you got ain't hot, then check your flame. But what you spitting ain't shit, and then check your aim. Your record sales start slipping, then it's Nelly to blame. <laughs> <laughs> they laughed because he's a joke. Huh? Oh. That is oh not God. why I laughed. That's not. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to be seen as not a mean person. <laughs> Damn, is that the pod? Could be. That's the pod. You guys want some would you rathers? Yes. Please. All right. Would you rather take a guaranteed hundred thousand? Yes. Or a 50-50 chance at a million? 50-50 chance at a million. No, thank you. 50-50 at a million. I'll take the hundred thousand. I'll take the hundred thousand. I'll try to flip it. Check this out. Check this out. Build my studio and then, you know, got that money. How much money? hundred thousand. hundred thousand guaranteed or 50-50 chance of a million. Okay. How much, how, do I have a million dollars right now? Nope. No. Okay. Bet. I have a 50-50 chance of either immediately getting better than all you bitches combined, <laughs> or be at the same place and mooching at all of you bitches. But, but also, hold on, but also you have a 50-50% chance of not being better than all of us while we take the hundred thousand dollars and be better friends. than your ass. Check it out, check it out. Hundred thousand, hundred thousand, hundred thousand. Yes. Three hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Divided by four. What? Why are you <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, so y'all wouldn't, y'all wouldn't no, help you, me out. You didn't take the chance. You, didn't take nah, the, no, you no, took no. a chance So to y'all get a wouldn't million. help me out. No. Nah. <laughs> but if I had a million dollars, I would split that with my homies. But what if we all had 100000 would be equal split, equally... We'd have more money if I had a million dollars. But then you still have a chance. Twenty-five grand. Like it's based off of a chance, though. Like why would you? Why would you have guaranteed money right here? Guaranteed and money. Give it that away. You can flip. <laughs> I can just, or I can. What's what's his contest for the million? I make a shot. No, no 50, 50, 50, 50 like chance. a coin. Like Fuck it. literally a fucking coin. Yeah, <laughs> but still though, like that's that's a chance. Coin. That's no. a chance you won't get give it. Give me a coin. That's a chance you won't get it. Y'all got coins? No, I'm not. Give me a fucking coin. I have one in my bag. Give right? me something to flip. There's probably one stuck to I'll somebody's flip my arm. phone. There's somebody. Nah, that doesn't work. <laughs> Front screen, back screen. Front screen, I'm a millionaire. Back screen, I'm not. Bitches! <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm a millionaire! But the probability of that happening is 50%. Right here, right here, right now, but in the future? Bitches! In the future? <laughs> Don't flip your phone, bro. If this is a contest, your phone, your phone is back there. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's back there. Okay. If, they're, if they're gonna do this contest, they're not using a phone. Don't, okay. The phone is back. <laughs> okay. It's back. Okay, heavy. back. Back, I'm a millionaire. Front, I'm not. Yeah, bitch. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's not back heavy. Damn. What am I saying? That's me playing the. Oh. Have a point. Chill. <laughs> we'll figure this out, guys. Now let me flip it though. No, I'm flipping it. So tails. It's not in your hands. Let me let me flip it. T- tails is tails is good. No, heads is bad. You gotta choose your your. I'm choosing. I'm saying. Okay, tails. Okay. Tails. Now when I catch it, do I flip it and put it on my hand? Just let it fall. Don't even catch it. Bitches. What it <laughs> You could have had a hundred thousand. Oh, but if I catch and flip, bitch. <laughs> what kind of coin is that? It's, it's a back heavy coin. No, <laughs> I don't want it. Let me have it. Unlucky ass. I'm still taking a 50-50. Okay. All right, funny. would you rather lose half your hair or lose half your hearing? Ooh, Ooh I would my Wait, hair, I don't give my a fuck hair. about my hair. Half Rob. your hair. What the like fuck? your hair just spins out, it's half of what it is now. Fuck being an engineer. Or 
Would you rather lose half your hearing? I have excellent hearing. I'd rather use half of that. I would never lose half my hearing. I would never. Because it's going to deteriorate as you get older anyways. Why are you adding extra shit? Because it happens. I'll just get a a flat top. (laughs) I would would chop the shit out of my hair. Bro, my hair's too good. Have you seen my head? Like, with no hair? I see your head right now. Bro, my head with no hair. I have a mole. Who knows what other mysteries are (laughs) inside? Why do you look at me when your, he- like, your head is a part of the equator? <laughs> You're like, that's you, bro. Do you know I'm like, I don't know what's under there. You know what's under here? There's going moles. Dude. There could be a mole, like, what's constellation of a dick somewhere <laughs> here. I'll lose it. Fuck You'd that. You'd be lucky. Why would I be lucky? I don't know. <laughs> you had a 50-50 chance. Oh. Would you dick rather have head. a crush on ugly people or have ugly people have a crush on you? Ooh. Ooh. Ugly people already do have a crush on me. <laughs> I'd rather have a crush on ugly people so that, like, that's like my spidey sense. Of, oh, that person's ugly. Or, or it'll they make y'all them, have to go find nobody. Hey, it'll make them not ugly because, like, it, you think they're you think they're like shallow. How? Yeah, because you have a crush on them. Like, look at that snaggle. Yeah, hey. shallow. How? Yeah, we got a nub. I would say, I'd say crush, crush on uh, ugly people. No, I'd rather, no, I'd rather have ugly people flock to me. So I look, you have options. So I look great by comparison. Is it just <laughs> ugly, wait? Is it just ugly like in the face? Just ugly. Just ugly in general. Like, you attract oh. racists. No. <laughs> Personality wise, are ugly well, as fuck. I'm just thinking like. Oh, I don't want to have a crush on that. Never mind. I'm mad. thinking like, she's just bad as fuck, but she's just ugly. <laughs> I masturbate using chopsticks. That's ugly. Questionable. No, she's flicking those. It's not like you're fucking fucking yourself with chopsticks. All right, one more. Would you rather age from the neck up or the neck down? Dude, can you imagine how like. A old ass face, but like, <laughs> there are people him. out there like that. I'm not gonna lie, there's some old ass people that are just like ripped and cut, like, they just got the sagging face, <sighs> but sagging body, hair. but you look good in the face. Gray I'd rather have a sagging dog. body. Oh, I don't know. No, I think I would have a sagging like face, nipples to your knees type of shit. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> balls, got wrinkly, wrinkly balls <laughs> hanging out the side of You'd your shorts. You have to get shorts. Botox on your balls. <laughs> You gotta tape your balls to your thighs. <laughs> so it uh, fall down. smooth ass balls. <laughs> Every time you sit down, you squeal. Oh. Yeah. This might be it. Yeah. <laughs> that was all of them, guys, for today. Mm. Saggy balls. Oh, got okay. Three doors. Yes. Door one, two, and three. Two. Behind two of the doors are goats. Behind one door is a million dollars. <laughs> you are you are given a door at random and it is guaranteed that one of the other doors has a goat behind it. You're given one option to switch doors before the doors are open. Do you keep your door or do you switch it? I'm going to keep my door. Keep your door? Yeah. I feel like in the moment I would have to switch it because I would feel so unsure of myself. Okay. I would switch it. You'd switch it? Mm -hmm. X, you are the only one that will more than likely not get the million dollars. Okay. Do you want to know why? (laughs) Um, Yes, but I want to also explain why I would keep my door. Okay. You explain why. I will write down the diagram as to why you're incorrect. Okay. (laughs) The reason why I would keep my door 
They, they give it to you at random, right? Yeah. Okay, so the reason why I'll keep my door is because the uncertainty of me choosing another door would be, too, like, my brain would be, be fucking fried. Like, I would think too hard about it, and I think it would save me in the long run just to pick the door that's in front of me, hmm. and I don't overthink. And if I win, cool. If I don't win, I got a goat. I like goats. That's why you like me. Hey. But if the system is trying to... <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to, you know, make you lose. Obviously, they don't want to give you that one million dollars. Okay, so we'll we'll break it down in normal fashion. Sudoku? No. Sudoku? <laughs> so uh, the chances of you and the one circle is the one with a million. Okay. The chances of you getting the one with the million is one of three. Okay. And there's only one opportunity where. Where you'll be able to, in this opportunity where you get the door, or the one with the million dollars, there's only one chance that you are going to be fucked by goats. Mm -hmm. And every other opportunity, you are guaranteed to get the one with the million. How? Because, say say you have this door, and they're like, oh, this one has the goat in it. Then you know that this is a million dollars. You're able to switch. You're right here. This one has the goat in it. You're able to switch. There's only one chance where they say this one has the goat in it, and you switch where you don't get a million. Mm, because it's the first one. That doesn't make sense to me. How, How do you know which one has the goat in it? They tell you. Oh. Yeah. Did I leave that out? Yeah, you yes. left that out. You definitely. Oh, what the fuck? So you so you oh, pick you a door and they and they no and they I I could have sworn <laughs> I said it, and they no. tell you one other door has the I think goat. You, in you it. said I they think, have two doors have goats, one has a million. And I think yeah. I think you said they can switch if you want. You can switch if you want, and then they tell you. Maybe I didn't say they can tell. They tell you this door has the goat in it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to switch your door? People think that it's a fifty-fifty thing, mm. but it's not. Because if the goat, or because if you originally chose the, well, if the million dollars is in the first door, you're gonna switch. So so to... so I'll just break it down one more time, but differently. So you get door one, right? Mm-hmm. That's your door, and they say door two revealed goat. Do you want to switch it for door three? If in this one in three chance you say yes, you're going home with no money. Yeah. And this oper- this one where they give you the door that has a goat on it, they say door three has a goat has a goat in it. Do you want to switch? If you say yes, boom, you're a millionaire. How do you know if that has a goat or not though? The I, first one. Oh, you don't. You have no idea. Exactly. So why how why would I not like based on why would I switch? Uh huh. If if that door one already has a goat in it, He's or saying, you know, out of the three possibilities, yeah, three only possibilities. one is where you would switch and not get the million, but the other two, if you did switch, you would. Get the so million. it's hmm. more likely that if you switched, that you would get the million dollars in comparison if you kept hmm. the door. Okay. Because two out of the three times that you switch, you'll you would get, get a million. Hmm. But our brains are designed to think that it's fifty-fifty, when it's actually a third of you not getting it. Not wild. It's you're not wild. convinced. I'll show you. I'm not convinced. I, I want. I want to. I want to keep my. Because like, there's still a possibility gave, that he's right, though. Right? What if they gave it me? Is. Yeah, it's just yeah. A one in three. But it's one in three right? instead of uh, 50-50. I feel like most likely they would put it in the door you have because they're gonna try to trick people out. So people my, are gonna that's switch. my process sometimes. But if you're confident in what you picked, and <laughs> and I'm really good at I'm really good at like like guessing games, so I feel like I would win regardless. Okay. 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 Um, let's wrap up the podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, outros. Outros. Yes, it is. 
I. You can find me on. <laughs> it's I. It's Xavier. Oh, X Y. God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> X Y. You can find me on X Y Inc. or Instagram. X Y Incredible. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> All right, just find me. Fuck. <laughs> He's thinking about goats. I am. Fuck. <laughs> Find me J Two Good everywhere. J A Y number two G U D. Uh, I'm King Killer Cruz on I G K I N G K I L L A C R U Z. Check out the link tree. Condor Kiss is out on all platforms. Mm. Check that shit out. It's a shorty, but it's a goodie. Yes. Hey guys, Rania. You can find me on Instagram. Rania Zona. R A N Y A Z O N A. Finally made the Twitter, follow it, because uh, I think I only got two people right now. Hell yeah. <laughs> Solomon, I don't even got a Twitter. Appreciate the love. Uh, yeah, follow the Twitter, follow the Instagram. I'm going to make guys. a fake Twitter. Betty, team, be good, be safe, but above all else, be you, and at the end of the day, it, it is, is what it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Mario.